Welcome to the first episode of season two of Just Talk With Kate. I'm here, my psychic is here. Here! And so are our guests. Let's get started. Who do we have on today's show? Well, we're kicking off the season with the amazing story of L.A. producer, talent manager, and speaker Brad Lambert and budding filmmaker, director Matteo Coca. I cannot wait until everyone hears this story. Their smiles, laughs, tears. I'm really impressed by the both of them. It really is an amazing story. It has all that. And wait for it. My favorite hero, Spider-Man. Marvel man, you are. So I guess let's get to it. Yep. Well, before we get started, we have to shout out to our new sponsors, Fade Life Clothing and BCK Online. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love the intoxicating style. MBCK Online is a digital magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. I'm glad that they've both joined our journey this season. All right, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show as we kick off the season. All right, here we go. Brad and Mateo, welcome to the show. We're glad that you both could join us for the very first episode of season two. Thank you for having us, man. This is yeah, uh, that's, this awesome. is awesome. Yeah, th- no, thank you for being on. I know our listeners want us to dive right in, so let's, let's- get to it. All right, you guys have a pretty amazing story as to how you met. Mateo, why don't you start us off and tell us what happened? Yeah. Um, so this was about my sophomore year uh, in college at Belmont University. I was looking for an internship at Marvel Studios, and I eventually met this young woman named Madison Ruff at a scholarship dinner that I was invited to. Uh, and I shared with everyone at the table that I was looking for an internship. Uh, and if anyone knew anyone at Marvel, and then she told me that she knew someone who worked for Robert Downey Jr., and that's how I initially got connected to Brad. We were like on the phone for like, like an hour, three hours, right? Yeah, it was, was closer it? to three. Yeah, um, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty- uh, we we really clicked, and um, he told me that he wanted to give me a shot, um, and you know he he got me to the door at Team Downey, and that was the beginning of like one of my greatest friendships ever. <laughs> Thanks. That buddy. is cool. Now, Brad. Can you tell us what did you see in Mateo? Why did you kind of want to extend and put that smile on his face? I mean, I was just always raised with the the mindset of if you have the opportunity to do something nice for somebody else, you just do it. Uh, you don't necessarily worry about getting something back in return. You know, it, it's not an exchange in that regard. It's just do it. Um, so in that regard, you know, he wanted something uh, in regards to working with Marvel at whatever capacity he could. Um, I resonated with that because that's exactly kind of how I carried myself as well. I'm a huge Marvel fan, so Thomas. that's what I was striving to to do to some capacity. So I was able to, you know, with my relationships and, uh, you know, whatnot, be able to kind of open the door, crack the door for him to be able to shine. And his story was remarkable, and he's just a good person, which is rare in today's world. Um, so, you know, when you meet those kind of people, you even want to go further into helping them succeed. That's amazing. That's amazing. Starting with uh, Mateo, can you guys tell us about your personal journeys in the entertainment industry and how it started? 
Yeah. So um, for me, it really started at Belmont. Uh, I was studying motion pictures. I, I recently graduated, and uh, you know, thank you so much. I really, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, and you know, I had a passion for storytelling. I had a passion for film, and uh, I wanted to be a director. And so. I was doing a lot of short films and music videos, but you know my journey really uh, jump started uh, when I was at Team Downey, and that obviously wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for Brad putting me at the door. And I thank him like all the time for it; he knows it, um, and I'm just super grateful for it. And while I was in LA in 2019, I knew that I had to take that uh, opportunity to uh, to the max capacity, you know. I tried to expand my connections as much as possible and just introducing myself to complete strangers. Even while I was on my commute to my internship, I would just introduce myself to uh, the people that I would be sharing my Uber ride with. And that's how I uh, started to get connected with people at Disney Animation. And, you know, I'm just trying to do as much as I can now and expanding my connections um, virtually since we're in quarantine. And, you know, I, 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 I've really just started, uh, and I'm grateful to have the experience that I've had. And honestly, I'm just looking forward to the future because, um, uh, I'm just getting started. And I don't mean to say that like, Oh, I'm just getting started. Just wait. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I mean, like, you know, I want to equip others with strength, courage, and hope through my films. That's my goal as a director, as a filmmaker, as a storyteller, because that's what, films did for me. Uh, while I was uh, a kid in the hospital, I had cancer three times and, you know, I want to inspire others and I want people to know that, you know, the impossible is possible because it happened to me. I certainly shouldn't be alive right now. And I'm grateful to God and I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful for all the doctors and nurses and all the scientists that, you know, helped, uh, helped me with my fight. And so that's what I want to do. That's amazing because you kind of touched on to the question that I was going to um, follow up with. Like, where do you find your inspiration for your films, for your um, your projects? And then kind of leading on from that, what would your dream project or even your dream collaboration be? Yeah, so my a lot of my inspiration comes from uh, my personal heroes, which, uh, which are my parents, my families, and even my sister because they – uh, and my brothers, um, you know, they, they sacrificed so much for me and I could do only so much, but, you know, I had this responsibility to fight for them as well. Um, and I, it's not that I had this weight or this pressure. I just had this motivation. I had this fire. It's like, I can't stop. I can't let this, you know, win over me. Um, you know, because fighting cancer, it, it's not, you know, just hope the next day that, you know, you will survive. I mean, it's like that all the time, but you have to be at a mindset where like, I'm going to as much as I can, and I'm going to fight tomorrow as hard as I can as well, because it, it's such a long journey. And it's very hard because you're like, when I was in an isolation unit, uh, the third time I had cancer, I was in quarantine in a box wow. for wow. eight months. Oh and so I was really stuck in this depressive state. I was only like 11 years old. And it was very, very hard to 
you know, stay positive during that really hard time um, because I could just feel my body failing me. But whenever I was speaking to my parents, whenever they were, you know, speaking faith into me, whenever I watched movies of heroes, you know, overcoming their battles, like for me, I was like, I have to equip myself with faith to move forward. And so, you know, movies and video games that uh, really inspired me were obviously starting in 2008 was um, Iron Man uh, 2008 because I saw uh, Tony Stark having this machine in the middle of his chest, the arc reactor. Right. And I immediately connected with that because I had these like – tubes coming out of my my chest uh they're they're called lines or hickman which you know just connected to the the ivs that i was uh getting medicine or blood or whatever from um and they were just it was just always there with me and i saw this superhero having something sort of like that and um i I just felt encouraged by it and then when i finally got out of the hospital uh captain america came out and I saw this young, um, honestly scrawny man trying to become a superhero. And just because he was a good man, he had the chance to grow into a super soldier. And for me, like I had to stop karate. Uh, I was doing karate when I was 10 years old and I got into a green belt. And then I was diagnosed the third time with cancer. And I had to spend my 11th birthday during my treatment. But in 2009, I got out of the hospital And the first thing I wanted to do was get back into karate. So I did private lessons with him. And then three years later, um, you know, I, I tested for my black belt and that, that seemed really impossible. And, you know, you're asking some, some kid who just went through cancer for the third time to run two miles, to fight against other energetic kids and break two boards, one with his elbow and one with his leg in midair. Like that you're asking for the impossible. But for me, I just thought of, you know, everything. I just remembered where I started from and I was not going to let that stop me. And so I obviously got my black belt at, at that time. And, you know, I realized that cancer is finally behind me and that I'm on my journey to be like the heroes that inspired me. Um, and so for my films, I want to show uh, and I want to tell stories of you know, unlikely heroes overcoming impossible odds because we all need faith. We all need uh, encouragement and we all need, we all need hope, especially during yeah. times True. like these. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Brad, can you tell us how your personal journey in the entertainment industry started? First off, how can you not love this kid? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, I'm speechless. Messi, give me a break. Yeah. I am too. You, you have <laughs> me speechless, and that's pretty hard to do. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. You are an amazing person. So, absolutely. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are awesome and, too. Anyways, oh, anyways, back you. to me. Back to me. Yeah, let's talk about Brad. Um, uh, <laughs> my journey uh i'm a passion driven guy uh from early onset of of high school i wanted to do things i love be around people i love um so that was kind of my mindset so early on i wanted to be involved with my favorite athletes i was born and raised in pittsburgh so i'm a huge steeler fan penguins fan so i, I wanted to work with with my guys um so 
I set out to add whatever value I could for those guys at whatever capacity I could. So, you know, a lot of marketing, PR, social media, production, whatever form that took, I was doing it. So I got connected to a bunch of the Steelers when I was in high school and that lasted through college. And I ended up working with different organizations like, you know, the Jets and I did some work with the Steelers. And, you know, then I ended up working with some sports agencies and, you know, different brands along those lines. So I was in the sports industry for a while i actually worked in the arena football league for a while which was a lot of fun um but my passion for film and entertainment was always in the background i wanted to find a way to you know take that shot before it was too late because at the time i was like 24 25 and if it was like you know oh i gotta make this move before i miss out and Life's beautiful because you just never, you know, you can plan all you want, but it just doesn't work that way sometimes, you know, but in this case, you know, life had a funny way of coming together and it was very storybook, almost movie scripted where I got connected to somebody. We built a beautiful friendship and this man ended up opening a door for me as I did for Mateo and, uh, I was able to get an opportunity to move out to Los Angeles and work with Robert Downey Jr. and his incredible team. So that was just, uh, it, it still blows my mind to this day. I'm, I'm literally at my desk right now as I speak to you, looking up at a personalized signed Iron Man 3 poster uh, from Robert. Wow. And, and awesome. that That's is yeah. like, that, and that by no means is a flex, but it, it just shows you like dream big, be a good person, and, you know, you can see your dreams come to life. And um, it was just one of those things where, you know, like, that's why I always say be good to others, because you just don't know who's going to come into your life and, and how they'll impact your life, um, good or bad. So it's just, you know, always lead with kindness and, and try to be good to others and add value to others, because ultimately, that'll bring happiness to others, but also to yourself. Um, and that is something that is so underrated today. Uh, and for whatever reason, kindness has a negative connotation to it to where it's like you're weak if you're kind. And that yeah. could not be more incorrect. Um, that's it's actually the ultimate strength. So uh, for the listeners out there, if someone's making fun of you because you're nice to other people, uh, they they have some things about themselves that are broken. Uh, and you actually are the one who's strong. So make sure you continue along that path because, you know, kindness is is a true superpower, if you will. So after my time with Downey, I went to uh, Warner Brothers for a few years and worked on the marketing campaigns for TV, film, and catalog titles. And then after that, um, I've been on my own ever since. I've been independently producing uh, film uh, films and TV projects and music videos and anything along those lines that I can add value to from a production standpoint. I've been managing all sorts of talent from artists to influencers, to musicians, to athletes. Uh, And then I speak uh, around the world when I have time to like Mateo, I want to leave a a lasting impact and and add value and help wherever I can. So uh, it's a, it's a fun, fun life, busy life, but once again, you know, we have one life to live. Why not do it, you know, live it doing the things you love? That's awesome. I mean, you guys both are just, okay, okay. I'm done yeah. for today. You can have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and smile. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Mateo, so as a Spider-Man fan, if you were hired to direct a new installment, 
what would moviegoers see? Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, to also answer your previous question that I couldn't um, talk about, this is, like, my dream collaboration. <laughs> um, I would definitely awesome. dream to um, direct uh, a Spider-Man film. Um, I would love to follow Peter Parker through his college years as, you know, as, uh, as a recent college graduate. Um, and I would love to follow uh, his college years uh, with Tom Holland and maybe even down the line, or even if it's uh, it's if it's part of the animated uh, Spider-Man universe, I would love to direct a either live action or animated Spider-Verse film that follows the Spider Wars arc. From oh, I remember watching yeah. it from the original '90s uh, animated uh, Spider-Man cartoon. Um, I that that yeah, would be would like the yeah that would be like the end game of Spider-Man yeah. in my opinion. That would be neat. I, what's that guy's name? That's the the one that we just watched what? the other day, Spider Verse, the universe. Oh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Yes, Miles is like, amazing. Somebody help me out. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, out of all the three um, actors of Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, which do you think is the best? I gotta say, without a shadow of a doubt, all of them. <laughs> Because they, I know, like, I gotta be honest, like, for me, every, like, all three of them embody Spider-Man in their own way. Because the thing is, is that Spider-Man is not just, like, one person in every single iteration. Um, And they pretty much covered almost very similar uh, iterations of Spider-Man in the comic books. Um, And, you know, I grew up with Toby. Uh, right. during the first two times that I had cancer and I loved him and Sam Raimi's direction with um, the combat and the action was just, oh my gosh, so phenomenal. Yeah, it was. And Andrew, and Andrew Garfield, like he is such a cool guy and he really embodied Spider-Man in not only his action, but also his humor, which I really loved. Um, and a lot of people may give Amazing Spider-Man 2 a lot of flack, but honestly, like the swing in that, movie is just oh my gosh Next it's level. so it's so yeah. good and then tom holland he's honestly just the best of both worlds like i remember when we were talking about uh when people were talking about oh spider-man might come to the marvel cinematic universe and there was like this i remember people talking about like oh these might be potential actors to play spider-man and i was looking at uh dylan o'brien Asa butterfield and all of these other actors but then i finally like landed on tom holland i was like Tom Holland. Why does that sound so familiar? And then I remember watching uh, a film that he was in called The Impossible. And I, when I watched that film, I was so impressed by his his emotion, his acting. It was just phenomenal. And when I connected those two together, I was like, "This kid is going to be Spider Man." And I told everyone in my high school this was like senior year i told everyone no one would believe me like mateo you're crazy this guy's a kid he's not like and people were under the impression of andrew garfield's iteration of spider-man and they're like no way he's not he's too young and i'm like but that's the point and then when they finally announced uh that he was spider-man on the marvel.com website I was like, I told you, I told you, I was right. I know Spider-Man and, you know, seeing him in Civil War was just, I was so giddy. I watched that movie so many times. You should have seen this kid at the premiere. Talk about giddy. Oh my, I almost had to take him to his chair. Yeah. 
he was bouncing up and down the whole entire film. Yeah, I was shooting webs everywhere. I was I was going crazy. This question is for both of you. What is one of the most important thing you've learned about yourself in the industry? Mateo. Um, the most important thing for me that I've learned about myself in this industry is to be genuine and to be kind. Because the thing is, is that when, when I'm directing actors, you know, I, when they're acting correctly, I can't tell. Obviously, I'm behind the camera, so I know that they're acting. But when we when you see it on screen, obviously, it seems genuine. Right. Um, but you can't really fake that in the real world because people will quickly understand your motives and, and just by your character, you you know what is real and what is not. And so for me, I'm I'm the kind of person that is very honest, and um, I'm a very I wouldn't say vulnerable, like I'm very in touch with who I am. And uh, I know what I need to be in this industry, because I'm trying to be me. I'm not trying to be someone else. I'm not trying to be someone bigger than myself. I can only be me. And who I am is someone who wants to equip others with strength, courage and hope, because that's what I was given when I really needed it as a kid. And so I want to spread that joy i want to spread that kindness and honestly if i if i am ever in an encounter with someone wants to combat it because maybe they're just a really bad person or maybe they have motives that are against me for no reason because let's be honest like you will meet people that won't like you and may even want to hurt right. you or people that you love but the thing is, is that when you show them kindness right back to them, it's like a slap across their face because they're like, why are you treating me this way? And it's something that, you know, the best way to do it is like that, the saying is like kill them with kindness. That's that's what I that's what I've learned about myself. Wow. How about you, Brad? <sighs> um, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, I echo obviously what. Mateo said, but for me, uh, what I've learned about myself is this is not an easy industry. Period. That's true. It's just not. Uh, you have to be extremely tough minded, tough skinned, like scrappy uh you have to be able to deal with adversity uh you have to be okay with failure in a sense of when you fail which you will you get back up and try again um i've learned that i am a whole lot tougher than previously thought to be um and that is important because when you realize that when you go through the darkest days, as I'm sure Mateo can attest, um, you realize what you're made of. And it, when you come out the other side, uh, I don't want to say you feel invincible, but you do realize that you can take on a whole lot more than you thought, which allows you to try things which previously you may have not wanted to try due to being scared of failure. 
So I am at a point in my life now where I'm not scared of anything within reason. I don't care if it's if it's a business opportunity and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm still going to try because that's how I am. I'm not afraid of failure, right? Yeah, or if it's right. Act, asking out a girl, like that's way out of my league or whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, if it's something I want and something I'm passionate about, job, dating, whatever, like it, it is understanding that toughness and, and realizing that within yourself, which allows you to kind of be uh, invincible in a way where a lot of people are held back due to their fears of failing. That's true. So when you realize that you've gotten through tough days and, and obstacles and adversities, you don't really worry about that anymore. You know, like I, I fail so much now, it's not even funny. But at the same time, I don't look at it as failing. I look at it as learning. Right. right. So for me, like worst case, I learned something, which is actually a good thing, right? Yeah. So I either win and succeed or I learn. So to me, there is no losing scenario there. So I just, you know, I'm not saying I was super scared before, but I definitely know who I am now which is, I guess, the best place to be, you know? Yeah, that is the best place to be, absolutely. On that note, we're going to go on a bit of a commercial break. We're going to go on a bit of a commercial break. Sounds good. Would you guys stay with us after commercial and come back for some fun round of questions? I like it. Love it. Let's do it. Sounds good. Well, guys, stay tuned. Brad and Mateo are going to come back with us after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back, guys. And if you have not downloaded the Anchor.fm app to do make it. your own podcast, do it and start podcasting today. All right, Mateo and Brad, welcome back. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. So as she said before, we're going into the fun round now. I like the fun round. Okay. Let's start with, um, since we've been in quarantine, have you guys picked up on anything new? Any new hobbies, Any hobbies things that you're fun things? Uh, okay. I can go first. Yeah, <laughs> I can go first. Um, something that I've been doing right now recently is just expanding my skills um, in filmmaking. Uh, right now, what I'm doing is learning a lot of animation and After Effects. Uh, I've done some special effects, but I used to do animation when I was little. So now I want to do it in After Effects with technology instead of just pen and paper. Um, I'm also learning a lot about virtual production uh, with Unreal Engine 4, um, something that they've used in The Mandalorian. Um, I I wish I could incorporate it in like at home, but I I definitely do not have the gear for it. But if I know the software, if I'm ever needed somewhere, you know, or if I'm directing a project that uses virtual production, I'll be there ready to, you know, troubleshoot or fix a problem. Um, I'm definitely the kind of guy that wants to know everything so that I can fix anything if I need to. Um, and what else am I learning? Um, I think I'm one of the things that I do want to learn while I'm still in quarantine is learn how to play the piano. Um, I know how to play the piano. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear like it's the best way to learn guitar, and oh. like like you translate your skills from piano then to guitar would be like so much smoother than the other way around. Absolutely. And so for me, like 
I would love to do that so that I can play piano or play guitar along with my sister, who is an amazing singer. And um, and yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, that's cool. Mateo, I have to tell you, I told Gabe, I said, dude, you need to learn to play the piano. I was like five. Oh, I want to learn to play the guitar first. I was five, okay? (laughs) High five between Mateo and myself. We're having a moment. Uh, Yes, high five. Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, what about you, Brad? Uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, this situation has affected and impacted so many people and and not in the best of ways, obviously. So I've, I myself, it's impacted my business a lot. Um, so I've been very scrappy in facing this adversity to uh, learn new things, try new things, uh, step out of my comfort zone to maybe pursue other opportunities that are more uh, readily available, if you will, right now, mm-hmm. where some aspects of the industry have been slowed down and shut down, which I'm sure you guys are aware of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I've kind of branched out and tried new things and and literally stepped in a, into a whole new aspect of the industry that, to be frank, I don't have a lot of experience in, um, but that hasn't stopped me from uh, doing it, you know? So that that to me has been really exciting and fun to kind of play with that. Um, but uh, yeah. Wow. That's now that sounds really interesting. I think the podcast actually came out of quarantine. Yes. We had so nothing to do. We had absolutely there you nothing go. to do. So I think mm. a lot of people are finding stuff that they never thought they would do and They're making a it. go of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Have to, you have to. Now this is the most important question, gentlemen of the day. Okay. Oh boy. PB and J or pepperoni pizza. <laughs> You have to pick one. I gotta go pizza. I also have to go pizza because I'm allergic to peanuts, so I can't have pizza. <laughs> oh my! Oh my god! Yeah. You guys have so much in common. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I have to go. It's home. always pizza time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza time. Okay, pizza I'm, time. I both, so I'm not gonna. Pick nice. <laughs> okay. What's the most used app on your guys' phone right now? Oh jeez. Um. Probably between Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. For me, it has to be notes. I'm like always writing something. If it's like an idea or if I need to remember something, notes is definitely number one. Uh, But besides that, definitely Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I think Instagram is probably on my top top two too yeah i mean there's nothing else to do yeah nothing else <laughs> or twitter yeah i totally forgot yeah. about twitter yeah. Twitter's oh, yeah. a big twitter. one. twitter is my bedtime rating so. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. yeah <laughs> now here's the real important question of the day okay oh boy if you could take five things to a desert island what would it be starting with mateo okay so i would definitely bring a book uh, either for knowledge or for pleasure, I would definitely bring a survival guide alongside that book. Um, <laughs> what else? I need a survival guide. I need a plan, you know? You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would definitely bring a sword because I love swords. Right. And um, I would definitely use that for survival. Um, and I would also use, uh, I would also bring a flare gun uh, because those are definitely useful. Yeah. Um, maybe with items. some. Yeah, exactly. And the fifth item, I definitely bring a picture of my family just so oh. I can keep myself motivated. Oh, that's nice. sweet. Yeah. What about you, Brad? 
you took this so literal like <laughs> literally i have to survive yeah you have to well i mean i'm taking a boat how about that uh, yes um <laughs> a boat so i'm not deserted anymore and then i probably bring my family and my dog and uh and some food and uh drinks and we'd have ourselves a nice fun beach day and then we'll leave Oh, there you there go. Okay. You have to travel back to either the 70s or the 80s, and you have to take one modern day item with you. Which decade? What item? Why? Starting with Brad. Oh, I'm going back to the 70s. Uh, I got to see my Steelers win four Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Um, I missed out on that, so I'm definitely going to the 70s, and I definitely got to have my my cell phone. Okay. What about you, Mateo? Me, I I would definitely go to the 80s, um, and I would definitely bring if I if I can't bring like my cell phone, uh, I would definitely bring my Sony camera so I can just like you know document Document. everything. Yeah. Yeah. and the reason why 80s is because it's closer to the 21st century. So yeah. 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 <laughs> it's safer, in my opinion. <laughs> the 70s might not be so so familiar. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Let's start with Mateo. Oh, this is okay. really hard. This is really hard. Um. The thing is, I would love to have spider powers, but I think the most convenient and useful one, uh, useful power has to be super speed. Yeah, because I thank you. Like it, it's the it. most practical. It's no the most pra- like it. I would, I would love to fly, honestly. But like you know, if if I'm in a hurry, I just use my superpowers to use my super speed. You know, it's like yeah. it's the most useful. <laughs> the most useful. <laughs> Unless you run into a wall. Yeah, but then you can vibrate. Yeah, vibrate he's, through the wall. Oh, through he's, yeah. he's going full flash right now. Yeah. Oh, oh heck God. yeah! <laughs> if not like supersonic speed, like Sonic the Hedgehog, I'd be okay with that kind of speed oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah. Okay. What about you, Brad? Uh, teleportation. That's also practical. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would love to. Like, I have a lot of family and friends on the East Coast, so just like I don't know if you're familiar with like uh, Dragon Ball Z, but Goku has instant heck, transmission. Right. Um, just to be able to literally zip across the east coast and see my family or zip across the east coast to see my friends or obviously most practical zip across on sundays and see my sealers play at heinz field um and for just sporting events in general seeing the pens and stuff like that but uh, you know moving three thousand miles away from your friends and family is is difficult um so opportunity to go see them whenever you know, however, and then especially in LA with traffic, forget that. So I'm definitely taking teleportation. Uh, it could be Goku esque or it could be Nightcrawler esque. Oh, um, yes, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but then you, but super, to... super speed would help with the traffic too. Just 100%. saying. But what's wrong with telepathy? Can someone tell me? I just want to Nothing, see just what people are thinking. <laughs> <Not creepy. laughs> no, it's too dangerous. <laughs> You're going to find some messed up minds out there. Oh, yeah, this is true. true. Yeah. That's, yeah, that is true. But, you know, you kind of just want to, you have that one person that you know, and you guys have both right now pictured that one person in your head that you really want to know what they're thinking. 
Yeah. Ah, there sure. you go. See? There you go. Okay, true, but that's just kind of creepy. I'm not doing <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if only it was as simple as just asking them to be truthful, you know? Yeah. Well, Remember true. those days? Yeah, those days would be good, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> What's one piece of advice that you were given that you've implemented? Let's start with Mateo. Definitely love your neighbor as yourself. That's universal. Always. That's okay. Awesome. What about you, Brad? Uh, I mentioned it earlier. It goes back to the kindness thing for me. Um, you just got to lead with kindness, add value wherever you can and I promise you that will uh, open a lot of doors for yourself. That's cool. What's one thing that you want your audience to know about you? Let's start with Brad. Hmm. What capacity are we talking about here? Anything you want. What's the one thing, if you had only one thing, just to shout out and say, this is what I want you to know about me, what would it be? (sighs) I am super sarcastic. Awesome. I love that. (laughs) Like over the top, as I think I've just displayed briefly on this podcast. Um, (laughs) But uh, that's one thing I I obviously resonate with Tony Stark and Robert himself. Um, So it's 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 a fun quality to have. And in my opinion, it just makes things more interesting. You know, you got to have fun in life. So why not be sarcastic? Yeah, my mom has the most sarcastic humor, and it's so funny because it. she's so quiet, and like people think she's shy. And I just like, haha! You just wait till you get to know her. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is. What about you, Mateo? For me, I mean, I definitely took, uh, I took this question in a different light. But for me, what I want people to know of me is that I'm grateful. Uh, for all the adversity that I've been through. Like you might think like, like I'm grateful to go through cancer. I'm grateful to go through that because um, I was able to learn so much about myself, about my faith, about my family and what I want to do in life. And most of all is that I'm grateful to be alive and that I would never ever find a way to waste this opportunity that I have right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. I have one last question for you both. Um, Where can people find you guys on social media? Because I know that people are probably going to want to follow you and learn more about you and keep up to tab and to speed on on you. So where can they find you in cyberspace? Mateo. Uh, (laughs) You can definitely find me at Mateo underscore Coca. That's spelled M A. T-E-O underscore C-O-K-A on all major platforms. Okay. What about you, Brad? Lit, uh, Living Legend was taken, so he... he <laughs> um, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Brad R. Lambert, and that's just Brad Lambert with R in the middle. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you both so much for coming on today. We, thank you for having us. We have, it was great. Absolutely. We have truly enjoyed you guys, really- and Hopefully, you come back. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, we'd love to have you back soon. All right. So that's it. Appreciate you both. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mateo. And guys, we are out. Another, our first episode is done. Yep. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Wasn't that a great way to kick off season two? 
Thank you so much to Mateo and Brad for being on and giving us all some amazing advice. Until next time, peace! Thank <laughs> you.